Let's do some lines, Derek. Right, we are back. We are back with an episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. We don't know what tide pooling is, what the benefit of doing it at night is. Fish are just parrots that, that, that fly in the water, and they're who cares? Who cares? Who really cares? What even what even do? You know, you get that six-pack of soda? Ah, fuck it. Don't cut it up. You know, you, it's an easy way. <laughs> Easy way to ki- catch catch some of those like you know flying kites. What are they called? Uh, manta rays, shit like that. I'm your lovely, lovely anti-ecological host, Shannon Hare, and I'm joined with the dynamic duo, the Scandinavian crustaceans. I, I, I keeping with the theme and the alliteration. I have Derek Cranavelt and Mika. I don't know your I don't know your maiden name. She's just Mika. she's like Cher. She's just got one name. Yeah. Well, I don't know her maiden. What's what's your maiden? I want to call you Mika. What's my maiden name? There's... She's still a maiden because she's never getting married. So. Do you never. Believe, do you believe in marriage? Rate. I do. Yeah, but I mean, just not yeah. with me. <laughs> whenever I whenever I say your name, I automatically think of Mika Brzezinski from MSNBC. So I don't I, even know who that is. She's somebody from MSNBC. So I've okay. I've accid- accidentally um, almost called you Brzezinski numerous times. So <laughs> I would be so confused. Yeah. So, I mean, I am when you talk most of the time, but you know, whatever. Wow. <laughs> Just, <laughs> wow. All clop clopping and it was yeah. <laughs> clippity cloppity. Uh, so how are you? Shit. How are you two doing this lovely evening? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to eat dinner because we thought you were coming on early. <laughs> but I got to finish my post for school, so that was pretty exciting. Oh, nice. So we can go late. We can go extra long. Sure. <laughs> there you go, Derek. You're but not hopefully eating. Hopefully not, because I like sleeping. Uh, sleep. Sleep is for the week. Um, <laughs> we are we are out our normal uh, associates. We do not have uh, Joshua Jackson, Joshua Brzezinski. Or Miss Courtney Dossett, Courtney Brzezinski. Um, neither of them are here this but, evening. The C stands for what? Well, the C stands for... Gonna pull up the list? Chicago! What was the previous word before Chicago? Just Chicago. And what did you say before that? Oh, I said I have to pull up the list. Oh. Actually, have a whole list. Yeah. Of C words. Yeah, actually, uh, Courtney Dossett, where the, where the C stands for, and this, this, is, this is for all you wrestling fans. Cream of the crop! How is that for wrestling fans? <laughs> really? Huh? It's a Macho Man I'm, quote. Oh. Oh. All right. I'm the I'm cream. I'm not the only one who didn't get that. Right. The cream of the crop, where he pulls little fucking creamers out of his like wristbands. Nah. Have you nuts, Derek? That was before my time. Are you catatonic? <clears throat> that was before my time. No, I mean tonight you sound like you just did a bunch of ketamine. <laughs> he's not sedated, I don't think. Mm. <laughs> but he has apparently fallen asleep now and has no response. Can, can can you can you just give him like a lazy hand jab throughout the whole show to keep him awake? <laughs> If it's lazy, will it really keep him awake? I just though? frustrate him into uh, consciousness. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, um, we are. I guess are we still in the? Uh, yeah, we're technically okay. We're still in the advertiser-friendly 
We're outside of the advertiser-friendly zone, so we can talk about lazy hand jobs all we want. But we should really talk about video games. Yay! Derek. Yay! Now let's start with Michaela. Michaela. Uh, yes. Mika. I played a video game. You played oh, so much of video games. You played a video games. I did. Yes. Tell us about this uh, video games. Have I talked about this yet? I don't think no. so. <laughs> I've been playing Fortnite. Yes. What what, what platform? Uh, Xbox. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that we have that you can do the things on. So. But uh, yeah, it's been good. I think I put like almost 15 hours into it, which is pretty good considering I'm supposed to be doing but nothing but studying. So, you know, 15 hours is significant. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's been fun. I'm, I've like won twice. Like I was number one out of 100 people two times, which is pretty amazing considering most of the time I have trouble like going in a direction and looking in a different direction. Yeah. I'm getting hand signals. Hold on. <laughs> are you get, are you getting a programming note? Is this is this an ISIS video? I think I'm talking with my hands, but nobody can see my hands, so it's not helpful. Um, Derek, anyways, Derek yeah, so. let her talk, okay? This is 2018. <laughs> women women can can think on their own, okay? Hashtag me too. <laughs> Hashtag us us Thank too. Right, girlfriend, sister. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, my strategy for like the most part has been like getting the best loot that I could. And then also like trying not to die because I'm not very good at shooting people. So mostly I just like hide and let other people kill each other, which feels a little cheap, but also at the same time, it's like at my skill level. So whatever, I'm just doing what I do. And then recently I got the, um, Battle Pass. Do you guys know how? Do I have to explain how Fortnite works? Have you guys talked about? No, Fortnite? I don't know how it works at all. I have no. I I, I haven't played it in like a fucking grip. So uh, explain it for okay. our our listeners who who don't grip. So Fortnite is basically like a ripoff of PUBG, from what I understand. Which is a ripoff off of that I don't know. That's like Hunger Games. <laughs> Similar idea. Yeah. Are, are you, you're, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> Which one? You said it's a ripoff of Hunger Games, Derek. Yeah. Are you serious? Or are you are you are you, pr- are, are you pranking us are right now? Are you serious? Are you are you pranking us right now? Are you serious? Yeah. We like had this conversation like three episodes ago. Three episodes? I don't believe you. What was the conversation? It was about. Wait, hold uh, on. It's battle royale or something, isn't it? But total yeah. and I learned that from listening to your guys' See? podcast. It's been talked about. Ha good. It was a, it, it, it was kind of like Hunger Games and you were like, "What?" It's it, that was Have you not idea. seen Hunger Games, Shane? Uh, it's the first of its kind. It's a good one. You should watch it. Really original. The the <laughs> um the author of that book actually got sued and lost the lawsuit. Uh, from the Battle Royale author. Shit. Mm-hmm. And were they like, meh, no big deal. I made so much money, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, there, there was like a, it was like a, like a really shitty settlement. It was like $80,000 or something. Oh my god, they must have made so much money, though. Yeah. Anyway, tell us about tell us about how Fortnite uh, Battle Royale works. Anyways, so Fortnite is like a ripoff of so many things, apparently. And... Uh, Mostly Hunger Games. The, like, it's basically 100 players are dropped into like an island and there's like buildings everywhere and trees everywhere and mountains to climb up and stuff like that and you like have to find um guns and whatever traps that kind of thing to be able to like 
onto other people. And um, every few minutes, the like zone that you need to be in to not be killed by the elements like gets smaller. So you're like being pushed into a smaller and smaller area as people are dying off. And uh, and I have no idea why I like it because it's definitely one of those ones where like you need to be able to use both sticks to like aim and shoot and like actually succeed at things. And I really struggle with that and always have. But um, it's it's getting better. And it, I think it, I enjoy it gets the... better. <laughs> I hope so, because right now it's pretty weak. <laughs> but uh, I, I like I enjoyed the like hunting for things and like trying to get the best gear and then trying to like find the best hiding place and figure out how a sniper rifle works and things like that. And uh, and then they have this battle pass thing, which I don't really understand. There's like you unlock tiers and then you get like different outfits, which is always a big plus for me in games. Um and things like that, like, as you complete tasks. So now, because I'm doing this battle pass thing, I, like, have to kill a certain number of people or, like, have to do a certain amount of damage and that kind of stuff. So it's challenging, but uh, it's fun. It's a good distraction from doing all the learning. What, um, uh... What draws you to it? If you're not like a gamer, like, into this kind of stuff and you have trouble with the moving and the shooting... Um... I have no idea. I can't, like, I think it's because you can be successful. Like, it's the kind of thing where there's, like, not a huge amount of pressure where you're not, like, always faced with somebody who's going to kill you. So you can, like, be successful by doing other things in the game as well. And I think I'm into, like, the gathering aspect of hunting and gathering. Because, um, like, there's no, there's less pressure there, right? As long as you aren't found out, then you can, like, keep doing your thing, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting take on it. Um, I I never like really got into it like that much myself. I actually reinstalled it the other night. Um, oh, have you played it? Yeah, I I played it like a a while ago, like a while ago before they started adding like quality of life stuff, like the battle packs and the chests and the other stuff. So okay. so oh Jesus, what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> yeah, is that is that all even all even what 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 was the catalyst to like hey I'm gonna play this. Um, I think I was watching Derek play PUBG and he talked about Fortnite. And then I think maybe I like watched him play one play, I don't know, like <laughs> one time of Fortnite and like it looked prettier. <laughs> and God damn it. it I mean, I am, I am not recording. <laughs> Are you joking? Uh, I'm not joking. <laughs> Uh, I'll just I'll oh pull I'll, I'll pull the audio from Twitch. I'll pull the audio from okay. Twitch. But <laughs> I looked over and it says start recording, and I'm like, fuck. Oh man, <sighs> that is rough. Yeah. So while we're not recording, you got to stop rubbing your hand on the desk right in front of the microphone. It's it's, it's, it's still recording. It's still recording. <laughs> I'm so confused. Just, just stop moving your hand. Yes. Yeah. I don't like how you said yes. <laughs> stop moving your hands. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh motherfucker. <sighs> uh, and yeah, it's crazy. She's won twice, and both of those rounds, she got zero kills. Uh, both of the other people, I think, died trying to jump off the structures they had built to kill her. <laughs> But the one, the one I think I did shoot him one time, but he didn't die from that shot. He landed and died before I could shoot him more, which was great because by then my gun was in the wrong 
part of the screen anyways. <laughs> what, um, what's your favorite gun? Uh, oh, oh, th- okay. Now I'm getting instructions that I have to get closer, but I can't touch the table. It's just very confusing. You, you, you can do you, Mika. You can do you. <laughs> Don't listen to Derek. All right. You are your own woman. Hashtag me too. Wow. You, you, you do you. What inspirational guy this Shane is. Hey, you know what? You, you already have like a better mic presence than Derek, so. Shit. I hope you didn't hear that. There's, there's actually, uh. so there's. I'll go through and I'll find it. And I'll send it to you. But um, you know how, like on our podcast, there's the stingers in the beginning that are out of context. Yeah. So there's one where it's like five seconds of Derek just going <laughs> because for whatever reason he was like thirstily licking his lips, and I was I was editing that. I'm like, what the fuck? Is, where did this fucking come from? <laughs> That's so funny. I always make fun of him for swallowing so loudly when he's drinking. <laughs> I don't I don't complain about his swallowing. Hey! <laughs> no comment. <laughs> this is no longer a video game podcast. It's a it's a it's the geekscape.net roast of Derek Carnival. <laughs> oh. Poor Derek. He's just sitting here quietly, never talking. What is one thing, uh, if you could change any one thing about Derek, what would it be? Wow. Um, nothing because he's perfect. <laughs> blink, blink twice if, if, if you're okay. <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. Uh, All right. No, I think Derek is actually one of like the best people I've ever met in my life. And I feel so lucky that I get to call him my person. I think if I could change one thing, it would be him seeing that in himself. Cause he is honestly like a super fantastic guy. Sorry to get sappy, but he's, he's just a good catch and I caught him real good. Yeah, Aww. you did. Yeah, you, you <laughs> did. You took him from me. Yeah, sorry, buddy. I was slowly like chipping away at his self confidence and self esteem over the years, where he's like, "Fuck, <laughs> I might as well with Shane. No one else is gonna want me." And then you came in, he took him from me. Oh, I still so- don't know what happened that night at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "Here, have another drink, Derek. Just one more." <laughs> hey, sidewalk, sidewalk subway is the best subway. That's the that's best. Yeah, my best subway memory. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, remember? Yeah, that's the last thing I remember. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, what else have you been playing? Is that it? Uh, for me, yeah, that that's it. I mean, I think we've played like a couple things with friends and stuff. We played that um, bomb defusal game a little while ago. That was fun. Oh, we played. Um, there's like I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a restaurant where you like make burgers and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. And one of you is in VR, and the other one has a controller. Like the one in VR is like in charge of making burgers, and there's like different burger recipes. And then the other one has the controller and like the what do you call the regular controller? A controller. But like the DualShock controller oh, is that yeah. it? That works. Um. Whereas the VR person has the stick thing. Move. Yeah. Um, anyways, the, the not VR person is the server. And so they have to like tell you which burgers to make and then they have to come and pick them up. Anyways, that was fun. I guess super hectic. It's very fun though. Mm, What's it called? Uh, It's called the Diner Duo VR. Mm. Just launched on, excuse me, just launched on PlayStation VR a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think it was on Oculus and Vive before that. Uh, but it's super fun. It's, I, I always like those VR titles that have like, 
they have multiplayer but in a way where the, the because you're in a different perspective like you have different things to do like stuff like keep talking and nobody explodes where you're guiding somebody through defusing a bomb is really neat but uh this game is really fun too just in that you have to communicate in that i'm going to tell you what i need in terms of what these customers are ordering the other person has to build them and then it goes back to you in terms of actually delivering them and you kind of you got to kind of do it as quick as possible to keep the customers happy and if if not and too many of them leave you fail the level for instance and as the levels progress the burger possibilities just keep getting more and more complicated um but yeah, it's it's like it was like twelve or thirteen dollars, and it's we played it for a couple hours. I think it's a really good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's so funny thing to you like talk about it because it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it actually is kind of fun. Just kind of fun. Well, like really fun, yeah. but like it just sounds so dumb being like, yeah. So then you like build different kinds of burgers. <laughs> that is our life. We sit around and build virtual. We could burgers. get a job at McDonald's, but instead right? we'll do it in VR <laughs> and pay for it. <laughs> Uh, cool, cool. No Szechuan sauce. Who cares about that garbo? Nobody cares about nobody cares about Szechuan sauce. Just a bunch of fucking neckbeard mouth breathers. I'll send you a picture when I get some. I already had pictures <laughs> sent to me. I'll send you picture after picture after picture until you're bankrupt. <laughs> oh no! So, <laughs> so, um, in case um anybody, uh, I, I want to inform the, the the listeners, the fans. Of the Geek City Games podcast, number one video game podcast, Geek City Network. Um, I uh, I have an old grandfathered AT and T account where I have unlimited data and unlimited calling and texting. Um, and with the amount of it's like every plan in America now is no, like unlimited. No, everything. no, but I don't but get I don't get throttled. I don't have the throttling. How much data do you use in a month where you have to worry about getting throttled? Um, I average like thirty eight gigs. What on your phone? Yeah, on my phone. Power user. What are you doing? A Pornhub. That's like a... literally, actually, that like. No, not not. I, no, I don't. Porn... What do you do on your phone that takes up that much data? I I am addicted to YouTube, so I like like on my break, I'll listen. I'll like watch YouTube and like. I but eat... do you have Wi Fi? Not at work. You don't have Wi Fi at work. Doesn't no. everywhere have Wi Fi? I don't have Wi Fi at work. What? Besides, my phone's faster than anyway. I have a grandfathered, mm-hmm. unlimited, like unlike metered, like it's it's, and I've done the maths. And if I go over their unlimited one, like I'll still like be paying more money for like overage gigs. So, but my problem is, is that I don't have international texting. And technically, folks over in Scandinavia aren't aren't American. So whenever Derek, uh, yeah. technically we're not. Yeah. So whenever Derek texts me or I text Derek, it's a quarter. Mm. It costs me a literal quarter. So, um, or no, it's, I think it's 10 cents, but it's a quarter of it's a, uh, an MMS. So, so on my birthday, which was last Wednesday, um, on my birthday, Derek decided to send me a picture of, that he took of me and said, happy birthday, BB. So Derek made me spend a quarter so he could wish <laughs> me a happy birthday. <laughs> and I, I got it. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the thought that counts, right? He can thought some some money into my my <laughs> bank account. <sighs> what do you, what have so, you been playing there? Oh, go ahead. You need like a burner phone just for talking to Derek that has a Canada texting capability. You just grab an iPhone and we could use iMessage. Why would why would I why would I waste my fucking time? 
and money and give up my soul. I'm I'm iPhone. I don't know, man. Steve Jobs. You care about privacy and stuff. I don't. Oh, <laughs> you just pretend to. Yeah. What, what's your Facebook app called again? Like tinfoil hat or something? Uh, I actually don't use Facebook on my phone anymore. I've uh, no. I've progressed past social media. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about that Vivo now, or what? It, what is the new one? Uh, Vero. 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 <laughs> I um. Oh fuck! What was I gonna say? Oh, um. If anybody's listening, and you actually are a a, a privacy nerd like me, um, uh, in the United States, police don't need a warrant to use Face ID or Touch ID, but they need a warrant if you have a passcode on your phone, like a pattern or a number. So, FYI. Yeah, so the so the like the iPhone literally, if you squeeze the volume buttons and the sleep button. It will lock out Face ID or Touch ID. Oh, it's good and to know. You to and you have to put the passcode in. Yeah. Good. So, so all you have to do on any of them is just hold the sleep button and the volume button for like a second, and then it'll lock all of that Can out. Can I try that without breaking my phone? Yeah. Just hold the. All of them. Yeah. Or any combination. And now, if you try to use Face ID. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. <clears throat> That's good. Because <laughs> in the United States, the police aren't your friends. Do not trust the police. Don't invite them to your barbecues. That is that is a very like. <laughs> specific yeah. instruction have, have have you invited police to uh your uh bbqs no i don't know any police yeah, i don't know <laughs> if i've ever met a real life police actually no like in a friend kind of way yeah more than friends no yeah. you have to think about it though jeez <laughs> <laughs> so derek what have you been playing lately uh so <clears throat> Uh, I've still been pretty enamored with The Witcher 3. Man, you had an opportunity um, to say Mika, but you fucked up. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, The Witcher 3. I think I'm probably close to about 30 hours now, which is crazy, because I think I started it... When did I start? A week, a week and a half ago? I don't know. Probably, like, maybe two weeks ago, because the last episode we recorded, which was, like, a week and a half ago, um, I was talking about playing it. So I played it more and more and more. Have not... Have, like, not even thought about touching another game uh at this point which is pretty crazy usually i get bored and oh i think he actually said he didn't want to buy a new game because he didn't want to bother not playing the witcher and for him to not want to buy something that's new and exciting is pretty crazy i was pretty excited about it <laughs> uh yeah so i'm like probably 30 30 plus hours into the witcher now um just yeah you played it didn't you shane uh yeah i got like to pass the griffin and was just not oh, not so into you barely it. Did. okay so you didn't even scratch the surface yeah so, but, uh, but hey but for the record it did the pinnacle not... of open world gaming i'm gonna pinnacle over your face if you don't let me finish okay we good go on um go on uh, um it didn't um it didn't like pull me in enough at that point like like i if if the game didn't grab me enough to keep going past the griffin then then what was I doing at that point? Like, it's crazy. Like, what didn't, what, what did not interest you? Because I feel like, like, in terms of, like, how fleshed out the world is and also how interesting the story is. Like, it's the point where, like, I'm doing almost every side quest I can because even the stories in within the side quests are super interesting. Okay. And the gameplay, like, the fight mechanics, which I struggled with the first time I started the game, but then once I learned how kind of the flow of it works a little bit better, uh, it got much, like, like, I started enjoying the combat much, much more. Um, I, just, I, I don't know how to quantify it because it was, like, a year or two ago, but I just, it felt tedious. Like, like what with those games like i i have to like clear a whole area before i move on so it felt like super super tedious like doing all like the little side missions and stuff like i remember one where i had to like i was walking and then like there was this dude that was like oh we we got attacked blah 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 and it turns out he was a thief and he was lying to me and then like 
like that wasn't fun and then your trust was broken and you were like never again no i mean it was just like it was like how it how it was like it, it found it was found out it just felt really like dumb um hmm. and then like uh uh there was a side mission where I had to like go into a well, and there was like a like a witch that had killed herself and like wrote a letter to a loved one or, or something. And I fought her ghost. Like it's, it wasn't fun. It was dumb. I didn't like it. Maybe I'll try it again. All right. Well, maybe, maybe you should try it again. I'll, I'll try it again. Now that you've now that you've grown up a bit, <laughs> and uh, I feel like I appreciate a sense. Oh my god, my fucking <laughs> nose. Yeah. Do you need to like go blow your nose? Yeah. Hold on. We'll do it live. <laughs> John, if you have complaints about me eating on the podcast, how about this? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, so I, I have no idea how far I am in, in relation to how big the game is, but uh, from what I've heard, it can be like almost 100 hours just for the base game, um, which is crazy. Like, I'm just about to kind of move on to the next area, I think, and by next area, it's like the, the second half of the same area that I've been in, um, just because it seems like there's only one kind of direct path to the to it, um, and then I think there's a whole nother map after that, which is crazy, um, and that's before even including things like the DLC, which is apparently some of the best DLC that's come out in like the past like recent memory and adds like another 40 plus hours of storyline content alone um oh i can't get enough i'm almost done listening to the first book on audible as well um i just found out there's a comic book series as well that i want to check out like i just want to get like as much of this world as possible because it's so interesting and so fleshed out can't wait for the netflix series even though it sounds like that's ways away um and actually do you know that the original witcher movie is on youtube uh it's like the the original it was a series i think um like the the russian series it was there was like a russian tv series which apparently awful polish um polish okay Okay. it's apparently awful um but hopefully the netflix one won't be um and interestingly enough uh the witcher 2 which was the first one that hit consoles uh they this kind of will be touched on i guess when we talk about news as well but that game has now been enhanced for xbox one x as well um which is cool because it means that you can now play the witcher 2 uh with the uh emulator that they use it'll be in 4k uh like anti-aliased uh increased like like texture resolution and everything like that so that there's a couple of example photographs but something like it has like nine times more pixels than the original would have and it's a pretty substantial looking difference uh which is pretty neat because i mean once i finish the witcher 3 i'm gonna want more of that so uh Witcher 2 is probably next and you know that on the xbox you can get the best pixels <laughs> the, the biggest the smallest pixels is, is that what the it was pixels. Was that what was the exact quote? I have no idea what you're talking about. There was an E3 presentation. It's like you can get the best pixels on Xbox Scorpio, where it was like, "Yo, a pixel is just a fucking pixel, bro. You can't like enhance a pixel." But that was their uh, like. No, it was I have like, no idea what you're talking about. Ah. They're all about the six teraflops or whatever, though. Like anybody ever before has heard the word teraflop. Oh no, teraflop was a big thing in like the um, like enthusiast computer um, okay. scene. But so the casual gamer will really uh, really enjoy those teraflops. Pixels? What's your favorite? Anyways, that's literally which, all I've been playing is Witcher Three. Oh, your, actually, no, I sorry, go ahead. What's your favorite pixel? Seven sixty eight comma twelve twenty four. Nice, good to know. Yeah good one it's when there's nudity on screen typically that is one of the pixels that no i'm just kidding i'm just making this up uh i also did play this uh 
That's the tech. Yes. Uh, there we go. Oh. Um, I did play an iOS game uh, that was developed and designed by one of the main de- designers of Monument Valley, which was a game that I really enjoyed. Um, it kind of plays out like a visual novel, I think. I've never played a visual novel before, so I don't really know. Uh, but it's called Florence, um, and it's this kind of really... <laughs> what? What are you What are you throwing your arms up in the air for? How do I not know about this? I don't I know. Monument Valley. Well, it's nothing like Monument Valley. You're but... the person that informs me of things. I told you to download Florence. You're like, yeah, I won't. I won't. Well, right now so Fortnite. anyways so it's kind of this like interesting story it's like a story of you follow this girl named florence um kind of who meets somebody and they fall in love and then kind of drift apart and it's just kind of a telling of um you know these two people falling in love and kind of what happens after that uh but really you like 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 i played it all in one sitting um it takes about it's only like 45 minutes to an hour but really engaging and and um like there's no, I don't think there's any words in it. I think it's all just done through, uh, like like the game's music and and certain actions that happen within the game. Um, I think that is all how all the whole storyline is portrayed. But um, oh, it's like really, it kind of really sticks with you. It's really I and, and I've seen it a lot of um, outlets kind of posting about it as well. Just in in how unique the whole thing plays out. Um, oh it's super cool uh it's like cost like four bucks or something so not um not anything significant and it's one of the most one of the more unique and more memorable mobile experiences i've had in some time um aside from that final fantasy city builder you know (laughs) oh yeah um courtney's yo get this so so in the last episode of the pod uh courtney had like gotten the final fantasy mobile and the Final Fantasy like City Builder games confused. She, I, I, I DM'd her the the Play Store like link. They wouldn't let her install it on her phone, and she's got a Sony Xperia. It's not. Is it not powerful enough? I, no, it's like it's not compatible with your phone. But she's got. That's she weird. She has a flagship Sony Xperia. But a flagship from when? This year is a new one. Um, maybe is it running too old of a version of? Brand new. It's, on, it's, on, it's on. It's on seven. Is like, the game new? Yeah. Not that new. I got a. I got a phone Maybe from like. The game's too old. I got a phone from like a million years ago. And there's got to be a reason for it. Yeah, really. What does it say? What does it say here? Requires Android. 5.0 this says requires Android 5.0 and up. Yeah. So I have no idea why. Maybe she didn't have enough space. Yeah, she's getting all those dick know. pics. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maximum dick pics. Actually, her uh, her her screens uh really really like like a lot better than mine. I'm a little jealous about the uh, resolution on her on her phone. Are you still using that boutique Korean phone? Yeah, that's one plus three. What was it? But that you had some other phone before. Oh, I had the Oppo Find Seven A. Okay, that was the like when you were like, oh, it's boutique in Korean or something, right? Thai, Thai. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't don't mock me. I'm not mocking you. Are you mocking me? No. I don't believe you. What have you been playing? Um, <laughs> what have I been playing? I've I've not been playing. I played a little Overwatch with um, a Geekscape alum Lee Norman. You guys, if you're a longtime listener, uh, you might remember Lee Norman was a host for a minute. Um, so we played some Overwatch. But fuck, dude, I I've been busy, man. I ain't doing. I ain't done shit. I ain't done shit. I'm thinking about picking up. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, you go. No, you go. <laughs> you don't have like phone games or anything that you play on the go? Oh shit! Yeah, I have been playing a game. Fuck. Um, what's this called? Rules of Survival, and it is Fortnite for the phone. What? No way. Yeah. That's exciting. Is it good? Do you like it? Yeah, it's fun. I want. I can't figure out how to make like a girl. Like it. It made me a dude, and I. I. I I wanted to be a girl, but it like it wouldn't let me like pick. So hmm. I don't know. Not um, like real life. 
Uh, excuse me, sh shitlord, you can choose. Did, did yeah, you finish your sentence? No, you, <laughs> you can choose. You, you can choose. I think that is that. Is that what, what I said? You're saying. Anyway. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I I'm so tired. <laughs> Uh, I okay. still, like, I really want, like, everyone that I know in my whole life, like, everyone that I've ever met is playing Monster Hunter, and it makes me really want to play Monster Hunter. Get it. Are you playing Monster Hunter? Yes. I haven't played it in, like, yeah. the last, the last like, week, but yes. It looks so good. I mean, it's fucking Monster Hunter, dude. Like, how can you complain? I don't know. I mean, I'm just complaining because I don't have it. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm complaining. <laughs> That's my style. <laughs> So we've exhausted uh, we've exhausted games we've been playing. Uh, what do you say we just uh, chit chat about the news from this week? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we already talked about the new 360 enhanced. Uh, we talked about one of them. Yeah, so they, there's four, four four new Xbox 360 games have been now enhanced for the Xbox One X. Um, which is a cool thing they're doing. It's always free, and then sometimes it's games that haven't been backwards compatible to that point either. Um, so both on the same day, you can download an Xbox 360 game you bought years ago, and it'll look better than it ever did. Um, I think it's a cool thing that they're doing. Like, I just think it's really cool because it, it means that there's an opportunity for... I am losing my train of thought. I like new games. Uh, and it makes these old games feel new again. I like new games. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, I have such a backlog. And I, I just feel like I... I will typically skip out on an older game that potentially I didn't play, but that I really wanted to at some point because, you know, this new game is going to look and feel and play better. And uh, while that's still the case, it makes it probably much easier to do because these these games, like, I've been playing Skate 3 a little bit, which was one of the first Xbox 360 games that got patched for the Xbox One X. Runs at, like, full 60 frames per second. Uh, it looks super crisp, like... I never think about it looking worse than anything else today, even though even though technically it still does. Um, but yeah, four games today: Witcher 2, uh, Crackdown, which hasn't been on uh, backwards compatibility as of yet, and people were very excited for that. Uh, Fable Anniversary, which is a game that I actually started a couple weeks ago, and it looked like crap, and that's the main reason I stopped playing. <laughs> um, but now it won't look like crap as much. Uh, and then the very first Crackdown Three hasn't come out yet, has it? Three is not out yet. I think it's slated for this. Um, and then Forza Horizon, the first one. Um, and it was kind of neat because in the article today, they actually detailed a little bit of just what it means um, when the Xbox 360 games are enhanced for Xbox One X. Um, so yeah, they note. And actually, they rolled out a new graphic settings today, too, where you can actually, I don't know why you would. Um, you know, I guess if you're a purist, but you can actually choose to run it not in the enhanced version. You can actually run it just as it would have been on the original Xbox 360 console. Is that, sorry, is that like how on that first Halo game you could flip back and forth? And yeah, kind of. Like? Yeah, but That's not on the fly. You have to go into like, um, yeah, not on the fly like on those. Um, but yeah, so they've noted like, for instance, when it is enhanced, um, you get higher resolution nine times the original pixel count. Uh, of the that the games had, which is pretty crazy. Um, so uh, where did they actually? Oh yeah, so higher resolution, nine times the pixels, increased texture details, and anti-aliasing. So everything essentially should look substantially better, um, which is cool because it just means if you own that game, you know now you own a better version of it, basically. Hmm. I mean, I I think that that's 
pretty pretty neat piece of tech going like back and forth. Uh, is it like a live hot swap, hot swap, or do you have to like cancel and like restart? To so if you did want to play it in the old non-enhanced uh, version, you would have to restart the game. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well that's less cool. Uh, I I mean I just think it's cool that they are enhancing these old games though, because you know most companies wouldn't. <laughs> so, some companies don't even finish the games that they're making now. <laughs> so uh, you know, like Crackdown Three. Yeah, but that will be. I'm excited for that. And I've never played Crackdown before, but I'll be able to play it day one because of the Xbox One uh, Game Pass. Uh, that's that's one of the cross-platform games, so I'll be able to play it on my, my Xbox app on my PC. Nice. Actually, oh, does that... Oh, shit, you should play Sea of Thieves with us. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking that. Is that is that is that cross-platform? Yeah, yeah, it's a play-anywhere title, and uh, I would love to play CFTs with you. I will. Hold on. Building the book of knowledge. See, I, like I stripped out all of like the the Xbox One store and like all that telemetry and stuff, so reinstalling it is going to be like a pain in the ass. It'll be worth it. Um. Yeah, but have we ever played a video game together? Like once, maybe. That makes it. That makes well, it. We've only known each other for like six years or something. But it makes it. It makes it so enticing for me to like reinfect my computer with all the Microsoft telemetry. Now, if yeah. if I was playing like, it with, you can literally double the amount of times we played games together. Yeah, but hey, if it was playing playing it with even Mika, it'd be like way better. She's way nicer than you. She's gonna play too because she's gonna play because I'm gonna install it on my Mac and she'll be playing it on the Xbox and we can all play together. Oh my god, my Mac. Oh. But yes, can I play the hurdy gurdy? Yeah, we can all play the hurdy gurdy. No, no, I want to play the hurdy gurdy you know what a hurdy gurdy is i have I no like. idea what a hurdy-gurdy she doesn't know what the hurdy gurdy is oh interesting you can do it Shane. i'm surprised I'm... that derek knows what the hurdy gurdy is uh, i only know because i played the <laughs> <laughs> so you did not know what the hurdy gurdy was before the hurdy gurdy was in sea of thieves no, uh, yeah that's correct gotcha where's the hurdy gurdy from uh, the Age of Pirates. No, it's like a middle. It's like the a Middle Ages like instrument. Mm. It's like a. It's this thing that you crank and then you play like chords and keys on it, and it's like a like a like a thirteen hundreds type instrument. Let's consult the Book of Knowledge. Hurdy gurdy. That sounds. Cool. Yeah. Can you guess what the end theme song is going to be? A recording played by a hurdy gurdy. Oh, you'll have to find out because that is not what it's. Called. Oh. Um, the, the best news of the week, news of the week, best news of the week is, um, Tony Hawk is, is it that, every, oh, never mind. Tony Hawk, <laughs> Tony Hawk is no longer working with Activision. Um, they still own the Tony Hawk's pro skater, um, brand franchise, but Tony Hawk has cut ties with them and plans to release something on his own. <laughs> Um, so, um, what did he say he planned to release something on his own or did he just kind of allude to it being like, Oh, I would be happy to, with all my piles of money, I'm going to start making video games. Um, oh, I guess, I guess maybe you're right. Maybe I, maybe I read between the lines too much. Well, I think it was, I think this was expected because there was a lot of speculation that Tony Hawk five was rushed out because the license was expiring. Yeah. Um, and I think I thought that that was pretty straightforward at that time. But um, but yeah, no, they've he, essentially he confirmed via Twitter. Uh, he said to anyone asking me to remaster old games or complaining about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater servers being down, Activision owns the license, but I'm no longer working with them. If I had the skills or authority to reboot servers or code games for newer systems on my own, I would be happy to. Um, I mean, also, just why would anybody direct those things at him? Because he is like because it's his it's his game. It says Tony Hawk right on. Yeah, but he does the skateboarding, not the making of the things that make the game run or whatever. I don't know. I know. He he actually had a pretty like back when it was still never soft. Rest in peace. 
Um, he was still like like really really involved in the development. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. He was, oh, those games were so good back in the day. There is, uh, there's a, a, in fact, a documentary called "Pretending I'm a Superman" uh, coming out. That's all about um, uh, the. Uh, it's like a documentary on the making of the series. Oh, I would definitely be interested in coming checking out. that oh, out. Oh, that's where. Okay, no, fuck you, Derek. Comma. Uh, documentary about making of the series "Pretending I'm a Superman" is now in post production. Comma. And Hawk has previously hinted that he's working on a new game without Activision. So I didn't. I didn't. Ah. I didn't read between the lines. Too too, too many you lines. Just read more lines. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do some lines, Derek. <laughs> uh, he basically so in within that link it said, "Are there plans for more games in the series?" And he said, "Not from Activision. I'm potentially I'm potentially working on something, but it's so early I couldn't talk about it. I don't have any contract signed, but it's exciting. Uh, I feel like it's with the right people, so I should know more in a couple of months." Oh, so that sounds promising. Yeah, that could be promising. Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk Ride. We get Tony Hawk Ride too. <laughs> Tony Hawk Online made by Nexon. <laughs> Tony Hawk loot boxes. Uh, the battle with a battle royale mode. Um, I'm in. Uh, new. This is this is really news. But um, if if you listen to this podcast, you know I don't love government or like organizational oversight. But every once in a while, it is necessary. The the ESRB is going to be um, putting a rating system for uh, games and products that have in-game purchases, specifically stuff toward catered towards loot boxes. They're gonna be mandating that um, if a game has an ESRB rating. Oh my sinuses! I'm so sorry, fans. Um, what fans? Um, we love you. We love you. Um, fuck, this is getting worse. Uh, Derek, will you take this over for me? <coughs> we do the uh, machine's so, falling apart. So they actually released a my statement today. My eye is today. swelling. Oh god! <laughs> like uh, so my right really... eye is just hurting and dripping. <laughs> So they released a statement today. Uh, let me just read it. Uh, you may have noticed that we've who been made a little... The, who released the statement, Derek? Uh, the ESRB, which who you were just talking about. The Entertainment Software Ratings Board. The board that rates all your games. Teen, or Mature, or Everyone, or Everyone 10 and Up, or the Rare, Elusive Adults Only. I'm concerned how much only. blood just came out of my nose. What is happening over there? Uh, so, the ESRB said, You may have noticed that we've been a little quiet on the topic of in-game purchases and loot boxes, but we've been listening. In fact, we've absorbed every tweet, email, Facebook post, and singing telegram sent our way. There's a little joke, I think. Uh, and we've been working to develop a sensible approach so that gamers and parents know when a new game offers the option to purchase ad additional content. Starting soon, ESRB will begin assigning a brand new label to physical games, in-game purchases. This label, or as we call it, interactive element, uh, will appear on boxes and wherever those games can be downloaded for all games that offer the ability to purchase digital goods or premiums with real-world currency. This includes features like bonus levels, skins, surprise items such as item packs, loot boxes, mystery awards, music, virtual coins, and other forms of in-game currency, subscriptions, season passes, upgrades, etc., and more. We're also launching a new website, parentaltools.org, uh, to help raise awareness and helpful tools that parents can use to manage the amount of time or money those crafty kids spend playing games. That was crafty. This is the first step of many. We'll continue to discuss how to further enhance our rating system with publishers, developers, gamers, and especially parents, and we'll show uh, we'll continue to make adjustments as the need arises. Thank you all for your patience on this and uh, your love for the games we rate. Uh, so that is a, literally a sticker. It, so it, does that just mean like on the back where it says like blood or violence? That it'll just say in-game in purchases. Like is yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. It's not like a separate label. Like it kind of sounds like at first read. Is that correct? Correct. Because otherwise, every every game would have a second sticker on. Mm, question. Yeah. 
it said like for physical games, blah 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 blah. But what about like don't most people buy just digital copies of a game? How yeah, so it noted that as well. Like when you go to the store, like the digital store on whatever platform you have, it will detail the rating there as well and why it's rated that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, first off, fuck the ESRB. They're corrupt and they're money hungry. Okay. All right. Don't like them. But um, second of all, I, I, I don't like their little like their little like we've got your singing telegrams and like that other joke that they put in there. What was the other joke? Um, crafty kids. What? The crafty kids. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't like that. Uh, it feels super disingenuous and it feels a little it, it's a combination of pandering and offensive. Like, did you guys have you ever seen that? Um, Ajit Pai's like um, net neutrality video he did where he's like, you could you could still take pictures of your food and like like resurrect dead memes. Oh, yeah. It it you could tell like they were like oh let's make it let's make let's be some meme kids and we'll make a funny a funny haha meme but it, it was super offensive and super like just disconnected that's the vibe i'm getting from this and I, like kind of patronizing yeah it's like we received your singing telegrams <laughs> um just give us more money um i don't <laughs> I, I i i don't like it though the problem is is the esrb is like the main like like governing board so i mean we gotta you know do what we, they say yeah we gotta do what they say um but i mean it's good it's good that it's just that they're doing something but i feel like it's a, a it's not enough i feel like it's not enough though I, i'm glad that like, there's certain what should they be doing there's certain states i know that washington and arizona i believe are pushing to make uh loot boxes uh classified as gambling um and if oh i remember you guys talking about that yeah and uh if more states get on board with that then there's going to be a push uh if if seattle or if washington says like hey loot boxes are gambling then um uh i wonder if like companies that are based out of seattle are going to have to like change their let their their stuff like mm. like valve bungie um microsoft microsoft there's there's a there's a lot of like headquarters there so mm. I don't, I don't like, I don't like government oversights, but you know, you know, the whole like, you know, gambling isn't for kids thing is, you know, kind of a good one to have. <laughs> I guess. It's about How ethics. Are they gonna learn? It's about ethics and journalism. Uh, the, somebody replied to that tweet. Did you guys get anywhere with restricting, restricting the dab in games? We need that D rating. Uh, and they said they're working on it. But like without any funny punctuation or anything, just like working on it, period. Well, uh, sh shouts out to at Marcus underscore sellers. You're an idiot. You're a <laughs> fucking idiot. Th that's stupid. Shut up. The dev is fantastic. Why would you want to restrict that? But so uh, speaking about speaking about um, uh, ethics and game journalism, uh, a friend of mine uh, hit me up on Facebook and DM'd me. And he's like, "Hey man, what do you know about Zoe Quinn?" Who's Zoe Quinn? Oh God. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no. and I was like, why? What do you mean? He's like, well, I matched with her on Tinder, and we've been talking back and forth, and it's we've been vibing, and it's been really fun. But then I just read her Encyclopedia Dramatica profile, and I wanted to get your take on it. <laughs> and you would be very surprised what my response was. What was your response? What do you think my response was? I don't know. Oh, I said she's probably a very nice person. But her message is, is something that I don't personally agree with, but I wouldn't cross somebody out purely because of their public image. That doesn't sound like you at all. You have to separate but how mature and kind you, you of you have to separate the art from the artist, you know, um, and judge the person but how they interact with you. So basically he was saying tap that. 
Oh no, and I said like she's cute as fuck. Like I'd smash. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's, she's yeah, I would smash. I'd level up like left and right. Here, let me see if I can pull the exact wordings. Um from the stuff I've seen of her talk, she ha she has heart and cares, but I just don't personally agree with how she does she goes about her her message. I mean she's cute I'd bang. Honestly, I wouldn't do someone over their public image, get to know them. She's probably a really nice fair. she's probably a really nice person once she get past all the public outrage. Comma. She did cheat on her boyfriend with her boss so that her game got favorable coverage, but people change. <laughs> So there you go. There you go. Anything else in the the news newsosphere? Around the no, I think mission, that's, mission that's objective. The big <laughs> mission uh, objective. Uh, CD Projekt Red talked a little bit about Cyberpunk 2077, and it said it's even bigger and more ambitious than The Witcher 3. That's going to be twice uh, as so boring. Gotta, uh, you're the only one that thinks that. So sorry. Is and injustice is really gonna good. Have better hair. I don't know. Do they have bad hair? I feel like in The Witcher, their hair is just like. A few big chunks mm. whereas like that game with the like robot dinosaurs horizon zero dawn yeah her hair was really good yeah they're very different games <laughs> but they both have people with hair <laughs> that's true did um on um when tomb raider 2013 came out there was if you had a certain graphics card you can it oh made, the nvidia the it was the nvidia like whatever nvidia was pushing at the time amd it, like was, the, it was the amd one they partnered with amd hello red for no, life i think it was the no, i think it was no, the software it was no, the nvidia software no hello mcfly no i just fucking straight up yelled at you i'm, I'm so tired i'm so sorry <laughs> Um, but they had tress. It was called it was called tresemme mode, where each strand of hair was rendered digitally uh, on its own, and it had its own um, uh, interactive uh, engine. So no way. Yeah. All right, it was AMD. Yeah. Oh, oh, what was that? What was that? I'm sorry, Shane. It, was, it wasn't. It was AMD. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, I think it's a new mission objective. Is yeah. uh, how important is hair in <laughs> video games? How important Pretty is it? Uh, actually, I'm gonna go. Th I'm gonna go through just a couple more like really cool headlines that I thought were pretty dope. There is a yeah, great. There is a mod for far 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 Fallout Four called the Capital Wasteland, and it is a remake of Fallout Three in Fallout Four. So I think that's pretty pretty dope. Um, and I think that's kind of it for stuff that like really caught my eye. Uh, for is that like, a paid or a free mod or what's going on? in development i mean it has to be free okay it has to be free um why is youtube like giving me pre-rolls of like hey this game might not be too good for you or this video might not be good for you what the f god damn it youtube i'm an adult <laughs> i like uh, violence so and porn it still sounds like they're it still sounds like they're uh, like a long ways off right now they said 40 percent of the wasteland has been painstakingly recreated at this point the scripting team has finished some key quests from fallout 3 as well including the wasteland survival guide and following in his footsteps the latter is what we see in the video released recently. Are they also inviting people to come help them make it? Mm. Uh, it sounds like it. The mod team named Road to Liberty are also using this video to drum up interest on a recruitment drive. If you're a 2D or 3D artist with experience in Autodesk, uh, they say take a moment and think about joining the Road to Liberty team to help blaze through this Fallout 3 remake faster. We can get uh, cool. we can get Mika hired on as a hair um, <laughs> consultant. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm in. Hair realism consultant. They pay you money? You, you, you'll get yep. paid in Bitcoin. Okay. I'll take it. Your bit, bit connect. All right, Derek, tell us what our mission and objective of the week is. Yeah, so this is pulled from uh, the True Gaming subreddit, which is a great place to go find uh, mission objectives. <laughs> uh, why is multiplayer gaming with other humans so much more satisfying and engaging than with AIs, even hard AIs? 
Uh, does it make a difference if it's online versus couch? Uh, well, let's let um, our special guest answer first, Mika. All right. Uh, well, I'll start by saying I had to ask Derek whether or not that meant like playing against a computer or not, um, like or playing with it like on your team or something. Um, so I would say that I would not enjoy playing against a computer most of the time because they are good at whatever it is that you're playing. And I am not. So that is challenging. Um, and I don't know. I like the camaraderie of like playing against friends. Like if I'm playing something against Derek, I can yell at him when he kills me for being too hard on me or whatever it is. Right. Or, you know, if I'm playing with a group, usually somebody will like help me out a little or not kill me immediately because they know that I'm still trying to figure out how to get out of the corner of wherever we may be. So that makes a difference. For, am I talking about the right thing? Is that the right thing yeah, that I'm talking about? There is no right or wrong. Thing. <laughs> yeah, right I don't know. You make it. I feel there like is no right it, or wrong. No doesn't I always like... mean no. Eric Cranevelt, <laughs> 2018. <laughs> I feel like if you were really good at, like, say, shooting games or whatever, then it would probably be more challenging to play against the AI. But um, I like the like uh, the camaraderie that comes with playing with or against friends right like you can i don't know have conversation going about it and and it's not just focusing on the task very poignant that's where you guys start talking oh when i'm Derek, yeah. Derek, that, that would be you um i don't generally like playing multiplayer games so uh it was an interesting question to think about um the game like there's a few games i do enjoy playing multiplayer wise and i think i like i just prefer games with a kind of a story and plot and um you know games that i can jump in to and then not have to worry about playing for two weeks because i don't have time or whatever and that's not something that you generally get with multiplayer games i feel like um especially if you are trying to for instance play with people you know it's something where they're not going to wait for you and then so for instance games like like looking at games like borderlands which is something i've started like five times because it's like people that play regularly are way ahead of you so then it's either super boring because they're playing in your level and uh are way overpowered or you're trying to play with them and are super weak um i don't know like there's games that like i do like the teamwork aspect of co-op games for instance i know it like i talked a month ago or so about playing the, the sea of thieves beta and just noting how like it had been probably years since i've had that much fun playing a multiplayer game and i'm super excited for that game to come out this month because of it um but there's also like the few competitive games i am into like you know like for instance mario mario kart um whenever i get a chance to play that it's something where where even at the hardest level, the computers are the computers don't feel like people, and and half the time it feels like I'm playing the game by myself because I get so far ahead of of whatever the computers are doing. Whereas if I'm playing very skilled human players, it does feel like a challenge at times, and so that's what keeps me wanting to play. But in general, I avoid multiplayer games. And actually, aside from I guess I have been playing more multiplayer games recently. Um, but that's stuff like Fortnite and PUBG, and I don't know that I feel like it is any more satisfying or engaging because I know they're people than I would feel if they were, you know, if they were computer, like, non-player characters. Um, I would I would agree with you on that. Um, I want to pair it with most of what you said. Um, when you're playing against an AI, you you end up like learning its patterns and learning how it's going to react to certain situations. And when I read this this mission objective, I immediately thought back to a, an old childhood game of mine. Uh, 007, I believe it was Agent Under Fire, um, 
for the GameCube, and the multiplayer for that was 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 dope lit. And there was this one um, uh, multiplayer map where it was like a ski lodge, and you could pick up like remote controlled rockets. And it was it, it when we played four player. It was just that, was there like was there like trams that went between a couple of things. Yep. Yep. I think was that Agent Under Fire or was that like Tomorrow Never Dies or something? No, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies was a movie tie-in. Hold on, uh, um, fire. Th- there was two standalone James Bond games that came out. It was Agent Under Fire, and then what was the other one? Hold on, we're consulting the Book of Knowledge. Nightfire. It was Nightfire. There's Agent Under Fire okay. and then Nightfire. These were two standalone James Bond games that came out on the GameCube era. Uh, they're on the PlayStation, the Xbox. But Nightfire was Agent Under Fire in the multiplayer. They had um, you had fucking grappling hooks that you could like stick to anything, and so okay. so the multiplayer just turned into like weird Spider-Man like battles. But Nightfire was the one that you're thinking of, and it was like a complete standalone. Like it was produced by Paramount. It was a it was they had Pierce Brosnan in it. It was like a, it was a straight up like James Bond story that you could play. Um, but but the particular level. Um, you could play with bots on super hard and you could just eventually like steamroll the bots and um, like it just not have any fun. It'd be like playing with like mm-hmm. your, your disabled brother. Um, I don't know why it has to be disabled. <laughs> I'm just being super <laughs> problematic today. Um, but um, the like the four player like land parties we would have like, you know, just have a bunch of people over and like middle of high school we play that game and we get intense everyone had like the the rov rockets uh you could uh, pick up like little uav tanks and like drive them around like the it completely changed when you started playing with people and mm-hmm. um i when i play overwatch by myself i like to over i like to warm up with uh bots in like a very particular situation just to like warm up my my aiming um but absolutely always like playing against another human being is is way better and it's not purely well, I guess for me, it's it's not necessarily like oh, it's it's a human, it's better. But the the idea of doing better than another entity is like like everyone, everybody has a competitive edge. They have competitive genes. They have a competitive drive. That's just what it's like to be to be human. Um, and and that's why I love like ranked Overwatch, ranked Counter Strike, like ranked anything. Uh, is having that number next to you that says like okay, you're this rank. You're better than these people. Mm. um and and it's not i I mean there's no difference for me between like couch and online um because you know you're playing a bunch of i remember old land parties fucking playing games on nightfire playing like halo we had a special uh game type called turf wars um where or was it turf wars fuck i can't remember what he called it but it was in Halo 2, there was a map. It was like a city block. I think the map was called Turf Wars. Um, and it's literally just like a little... It's like two, two block radius. There was like a road and then a garage and then some like alleys. And we would do... Oh no, we called it we called it Crips versus Bloods on Turf War. <laughs> and we would have a team and we'd, we'd land party a bunch of Xboxes together. And we would have a team of red players and blue players, Crips versus Blood... And everybody would have the plasma cannon, and but you couldn't shoot. You could only melee because the melee for the plasma cannon was a punch. So it was just like a turf war, like a brawl. Um, and doing that against bots, bots would be retarded. But doing it against people, mm. it was it was super fun. So because uh, the bots wouldn't listen, the, the, the bots <laughs> wouldn't play by the turf war rules. So <laughs> I would say that um, I don't know why it is. I guess just partly because like partly because you know beating somebody else is the whole point of being you know a human and, comp- and enjoying competition so <sighs> that's my very long-winded winded out answer that I was it. it that was it that was it that's it
We did it! Ready. I'm excited to play CFTs with you. Oh, I I gotta figure out how to reinstall the Google the Google yeah, the do. Microsoft Store. Comes out next month. I got a month. I got a month. Um, and self promotion plug. Self promotion plug. Um, last weekend I was on a local podcast called the Bad Panda Podcast, uh, which stars. Oh, I thought you were gonna say horror movie night for a second. I wish. I wish that'll Shit. never happen. It'll never happen. You um, stopped counting, though, so... I mean, I do you want me to pull up the list? The number is so high. I don't want to waste everybody's time. Um, but I was on the, the Bad Panda podcast, which features a local um, uh, personality. Uh, he, goes by name, he goes by the name Panda, yes. Um, Julian David Panda. And then also co-stars DJ Gray, which is a very close personal friend of mine. And last week... Um, I was a guest star along with DJ B1 and DJ Black and the four of us, the four DJs and the one panda just just talked local Alaska, local Anchorage stories. We, 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 we tell the Henny story. We talk about my baby mama. We talk about, you know, allegedly doing drugs in Denali National Park. It is a great, great podcast. And you can watch me awkwardly drink beer. On camera. So if you want to check that out, go to go to bit.ly slash bad panda and that'll bring you right to episode five and you can see me on there. And uh it's it was super, super, super fun. And we just it was the stories and hanging out with just a bunch of bros telling stories is super super fun. So yeah, bit.ly slash bad panda will give you episode five of the bad panda podcast. You get an insight to what it's like to live in Alaska. And that's after having to dig your truck out of the snowbank. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, besides that, that yeah, yeah, ch check it out. Besides, besides that, you can always find us on Geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter, SS Jacob on gaming platforms, and Miss Derek Brzezinski. Um, I'm at <laughs> D Cranavilt on Twitter and Captain K17 across gaming platforms. And Miss Mika Brzezinski. I am Mika Max 309 on gaming things and also on Instagram. And my bureau is oh just like a mess. <laughs> is that what it's called? Bureau? Is that the new one? I know. All right. Uh